Dimp Digital presents Idle Game Chat. Hello, Apps here from Dimp Digital. Welcome to Idle Game Chat. This is the weekly video games podcast where we give our impressions of the video games that you can play today and react to the latest news from the wonderful world of video games. We are here every Monday on your favourite podcast app and YouTube absolutely free. I'm joined once again this week by the reigning Dimp Digital gaming quiz champion, it's Tom Adkins, not Ed Cock. How's it going? I'm fantastic. <laughs> Put the boys are here, aren't we? Yeah. We'll let people in. We'll, we'll expose the business. This is being recorded directly after our last episode because we've been yeah. meaning to do this and haven't done it. And so we're just we, doing it. We got to start a little bit earlier tonight. And it's afforded us to get this out. And this is the episode where we're going to talk about some video games. Yeah. We kept saying it. We kept teasing. We kept promising it. Our Indian fan base has been clamoring for this. And now, finally, we've got some video games to talk about. Can't guarantee they've all been released this decade. But we always try to give our impressions of the games that we can. Before we dive into those... I will plug Patreon just again. It's patreon.com forward slash idle game chat. And you can go there and pledge to our cause and help build one of the Dimp Digital empires up. From the ground up, this is year one, year zero of idle game chat. So you can get in at the ground level. And uh, if you stay a member, who knows what, what rewards that might reap later on down the line. Probably nothing. But that's the way it goes. Right. Let's not waste time. We've got a packed episode. We've got games, games, games. That's what they kept saying to us, didn't these platformers? It's all about the games. And they <laughs> talked to us about UIs and shit like that. And we're like, fuck off. We want to see what we're playing on these things. Sony Orcs Pro Skater 1 and 2. Cool. A remastered bundle of the infamous... Go on. There was going to be dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> After this debacle of the... Was it the HD remake? Yep. And then five. And then five. I was like, why has he been allowed to make another game? <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's Tony sitting there doing it all himself. He's like an indie studio. Yeah. He sits there. <laughs> and to be honest, you're quite right, because the you mentioned the, the, the poorness of the latest Tony Hawk's Pro Skater games that have come out. And I was concerned, because the, the, the remaster was somewhat of a, a joke. Um, and five was just diabolical by all accounts. So when I heard they were remaking and remastering or whatever they've done to it, it's a, it's a remake to be honest. Well, yeah. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two. My first thought, in all honesty, was I wish it was number three because oh, yeah. the dirty little secret is for me that three is my favourite. Like mm-hmm. I played that game for hours on end. I think I clocked it with every single character that was on there and all the bonus characters. So I think you could like unlock Darth Vader or Darth Maul or something like that. It may, it's something like there's all sorts of craziness, but but three was the one I liked because although I enjoyed one and two, I played much more of one than I did two. I'll tell you what used to wind me up when I was younger, because it was like what, 98 times. So, you know, mm. just wee nippers then, is that fucking two-minute time limit. Yeah. Remember that from renting it from Londies. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that in the industry? Yeah. That's a... Remember renting it from there and having that too. Fucking went, took it back to whatever his name was. And fucking hell, mate. It's too hard. Too hard. Two minutes. Can't even get to the other end of the fucking high school in two minutes, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that always, that's why three was my favourite and I can't mm. always gravitate towards that. But nonetheless, I was kind of pleased to be um, to seeing this getting a, getting another go at it, hoping that it was gonna gonna come out well. Um, mm. Before I reveal too much, any history really for Tony Hawk? I mean, you mentioned there that you would you'd you know rented it, but was that the only yeah. exposure you had to it? And did you play any of the later ones I, and become a fan of it, or was it not really something I did, that you? Yeah. No, I was a big I was I was a big skateboarder when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I say oh, kid all. more. A young teen, probably in like year 
six, maybe a six. How old were we there? Yeah. 15, 14, 15. I used to go skateboarding around Wakefield. I was a <laughs> skateboarder. Um, so, yeah, I was very much into the Tony Hawk series then. I, I remember, I think I only played one and two. Three, I think I had, but didn't play much of three. Right, yeah. Sort of dropped off then. I then kicked back in, was it the Underground series? Yeah, Thug. Thug, that was it, at the Underground series. One and two, I think, was it? Um, yeah. And then was it Wasteland was the next one Wasteland after that? Wasteland one, yeah. Wasteland, I, that was the last one I had. I had yeah. that and was like, yeah, this is dead for me. You started a bit later and run later than me. I actually got to three and then never picked up another one after that. I, chucks it. I played Underground around a mate a couple of times. But yep. I just never committed to buying I think it. I, the only reason I played the Wasteland one was because it was like an, an easy 1,000G. <laughs> it was like a trophy hunting thing. So I was like, all right. And then I just realised how poor it was. And then I think Skate started to come out. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then that sort of shifted there. But, yeah, I, do, I, I loved 1 and 2. I used to play that a lot. I can't remember what I had and completed. I used to try and complete everything. Probably not as 100%, but... Mm. I used to play it a lot. Love the music, um, and it, I haven't bought it yet. I do plan on buying it, um, but haven't myself. So I'll be asking you a lot of questions this time. Yeah, yeah, and why not? I mean, it, the high-level cliff notes of this is that it's a really good remake, like Ooh. authentic to like one and two, and plays surprisingly well not i'm say surprisingly but they've not made any as far as i could tell any tweaks really to the gameplay they've tried to get it as close as possible and the biggest takeaway is that the game they made back in the day was fucking solid as a rock because it's still fun to play that game in 2020 um mm. so the actual gameplay and the mechanics and how you can blend the tricks and whatnot they, they definitely it's no fucking luck that they sold as much as they did because they were fun to play and they're still fun to play now. Yeah. And very what, arcadey compared oh, to yeah. like skating that, which was a good, a good thing in its benefit. You know, too simulatory, and then you you're getting on your ass because you keep falling off the board. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely but, an arcade. I remember Biff was like not interested. He, he was a fresher skating destroyer kind of guy, which is more of a sim. This is not that. This is pure. You know. Tony Hawk's arcade and it, it kind of leans into that nicely and, and, and whatnot, but they've done a really good job of keeping it authentic. It looks fantastic. looks like a 2020 yeah. game. You wouldn't be querying what era this come from. And they've kind of brought it into the modern area a little bit. So there's, there's, there's pro skateboarders from today that are in the game. Um, the soundtrack has, a lot of the tracks, if not most of the old tracks from 1 and 2, but they've got some modern tracks muddled in there as well, and you can choose which ones you want on and off, so you can turn off the new ones if you want. You've got this kind of like the, what they call it, a skate, the pro skater tour or whatever it is. That's where you do like finding the tapes, getting skate, all that sort of stuff, and you, you unlock the new new uh, uh, skate parks and levels through that. And then they've got like a full robust sort of online mode as well, where you can play different game modes, which are didn't really dabble in too much but yeah they, i mean for what it is it's it's got create a skater create a park so those that like that and it's obviously implemented leaderboards and Love. bits and pieces i haven't seen it myself i did uh, dan clark was playing it and i saw it he was playing it on pc so i saw it on the glorious master race and it did look fantastic yeah um what I did hear, I haven't seen it myself, is that they've sort of updated the levels as well, like the school level. Mm. It's as if it's been like closed because of a pandemic or something. Yeah, there's definitely changes to the kind of like the theme of some of the levels. And one of the other ones I noticed it in was the mall. Like oh, right, okay. from memory, the mall was like open and it mm. felt like it was still alive. Whereas in this one, it's been like you mentioned there, like almost like it's been shut down. So they have yeah. made they've made stylistic choices, and I think they're mostly for the better. I mean, they they've added a hell of a lot of detail to these levels that were pretty barren before. When you when you see them side by side, there's there's not a lot going on, but they've got the obviously the power these days to add far more detail there. So they have taken some liberties, but as far as I can tell, the geometry and where things are placed are as they were. It's simply a case of they may have changed like the atmosphere of a certain. 
level and, and added a bit more of a new spin on it, I guess. But I don't know if it's necessarily a pandemic-related thing or, or, whether, right. it's, or, or whether it's just you know luck or, or unlucky that they, they decide to go for that style for a couple of the, <laughs> the, the levels on there. Mm, interesting. Um, yeah, you said music's the same. Yeah. Uh, more or less the same because that was like a big thing you know like when you talk, people talk about like their best soundtracks in games Tony Hawk's is always one of them yeah yeah it's it's got Superman on there that's the one that matters that's it no, that's, that's, and that's like the, the loading screen opening so you know oh. you, you can sit there and listen to it on that um, and I think I don't really like the modern tracks and I'm like 80 times more familiar with Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 than I am with 2 um, for whatever reason, I just didn't play two as much. But uh, the, when you hear like a classic track on one, there's nothing better than that. <laughs> when you hear that crack on it, just it really does just sort of teleport you back for that brief moment back to '98, '99, those early years of the of the PS One and, and playing, putting in the hours to that. And uh, yeah, I've got nothing really bad to say about it in that sense. I think they've captured the the originality that the the the, the old school ones had bought it to 2020 and it doesn't look out of place with with today's tech and today's standards it really yeah. is a testament to how strong the original game was and uh zero really yep. small complaints other than i just prefer tony Hawk's pro skater 3 and mm. that some people haven't liked some of the fiddling they have done so those who are purists might not get on with tony Hawk's pro skater 1 and 2 because they added manuals which were not in Pro Skater 1, but were in Pro Skater 2. So that's where you can sort of link like your grind to a, a flip trick or whatever, and then manual for a little while. And they added the revert system from free into these as well. So that's when you're getting air, you're going up a vert ramp, and you, you hit the ramp coming down, you hit R2, and you'll do like a switch, and then you can go yeah. into a manual and carry on the combination. So gameplay-wise, it makes a lot of sense because it lets you yeah. link tricks together. But I did see people complaining saying well it's not like what the originals were and i was like yeah but it makes the game so much more fluid and probably easier because that's such a powerful mm-hmm. tool but i enjoyed the hell out of having that and I, I would have felt out of place not having it because of the hours i put into pro skater 3 it's just a natural occurrence for me to use that and leverage that and uh yeah that's about the only thing i can the major change i guess they've made that i noticed yeah as in performance of it is it Beautiful. Yeah, I pl- played it on PS4 Pro. Other than the jet engine, which is not the game's fault, um, no. it was running fine. Had no hitches, had no problems, had no crashes. It was it was flawless, smooth as silk. And uh, wow. the only problem I had with the PS4, and this is a very PS4 specific problem, I'm going to get the controller out as well, just to so I can illustrate it to myself. <laughs> right. So when I'm playing these, one thing you'll notice about when you play this game is. Yeah, you fuck. That's one of the few games that I really had to fucking hammer this controller with, and yeah. you get because it requires such quick kind of like changes, and you don't know you're doing it until you fucking hear it on like a recording. I was recording some gameplay, and I left the external mic on, and I was like, Jesus Christ, what am I doing? Sounds like I'm going <laughs> mental. But um, where the touchpad is, yeah, it's a big fucker, isn't it? Right in the middle. Yeah, my thumb. And this is something I do in other games as well when it requires a bit of like high, you know, stress or, or stress, high, yeah, yeah. high level of like changing and versatility. My thumb would slip off and hit that, and oh, the command in the game would be to load up a little sidebar profile, and you'd lose control of your skater, and it just it just be oh, like you're not playing oh. anymore. So a couple of times, not a couple of times, about a dozen times that happened. And yeah. it's not the game's fault. It's not the controller's no. fault. It's just my clumsiness. But that's the yeah. one thing that took me out of it a few times. And I was a bit like, oh, you bastard. I was onto a really good combo there. And you've just fucking shit all over me. <laughs> yeah, I could see that would get on your grind. Yeah. But yeah, these these remakes, they seem to be it's the way doing forward. well. It's the way forward. Here's... Stop these remasters. Yeah. I mean, my my so manifesto would be up. this. You go, you go PS4. So say we're on, yeah. say we've, we're playing the PS5 now. This is the yeah. rule. These are the, this is what should be put into gaming law. Anything PS4 is just forward compatible onto your PS5. 
So it'll yeah. work. Your PS5 will play your PS4 games, and you'll get a nice free upgrade with ray tracing, other bells and whistles. Thank you. Yeah. PS3. Now we know what a pig that architecture is. Yeah. We know it's just a blower basically. It ain't gonna get backwards compatible. And to be honest, a lot of those games looked a bit grubby anyway when you go back and look at them. So yeah. what you do with those, you get a remaster out. You get a you get an Uncharted collection. You get a, a Last of Us remaster. That level of remaster, put that on the PS5. Yeah. So you get nice frames. Spruce it up, looks nice. Anything older than that gets a remake yeah. like this. Love and attention yeah. put into it. Keep it you know, the same or change it depending on the game and then flush it out and you can either end up with something like this which is a bit of a hybrid that stays faithful to the old game but plays exactly the same or we get stuff like Resident Evil 2 where it's a remake of an old game but it plays completely differently and that's for anything older than PS2 and PS1 and just apply that to any game if it was on Xbox or whatever and just use the years that's my manifesto yeah I agree with that you got Mafia has just been released. Yep. Uh, Prince of Persia is coming in the new year. Oh, I don't know how much love and care has been put into that one. That didn't look great. <laughs> it would be heartbroken if that's not up to snuff. Oh, that's up to snuff. Yeah, that's true. Metal Gear is the rumour this week. Aye. I know uh, Metal Gear Solid just a couple of weeks back um, released on GOG. Oh, yeah, so GOG. You can get it on that. I imagine it will come to Steam. But to be fair, GOG have been known to have older games that don't play um, mm. on other platforms like on there. So maybe they've actually put some work in. But that, that was one part of the rumour was that was getting re-released, one and two. So thank you. A remake of one would be great. That would be superb. Best news of the, of the year. Um, the only one that concerns me is where we're going to get how we're going to get Metal Gear Solid 4 off this PS3. That's the thing, yeah, that's going to be a toughie. That needs some sort of So remark. I want the saga somewhere. I want 1 to 5, Ground Zeroes, yeah. and what was that other one? That one that started off on the Vita. Oh, uh, Paul, not Paul Bops, uh Peace Walker. Peace Walker. I, want, I always want a collection I can buy on one platform with all those games in it, the Metal Gear Solid they saga. They did one on PS3, I think, didn't they? They did up 1 to 4. Yeah. Uh, with Peace Walker included, the Legacy Edition, I think it was called. But yeah, you can't like fucking the... play that now because it's on PS3. No, no, and it's digital version of PS uh, PlayStation One, Metal Gear Solid. But yeah. get that remaster in. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. Anyway, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two. Um, yeah, I will give it one thumb up. Easy, um, easy, lovely. It's a great game if you're pining for a bit of Tony Hawk's, or even if you've not played it before. Ah. On this. It was it was a bit cheaper. I think it was thirty UK pounds. So. I was going to say, yeah, was it? You can't be. I was going to say it's not full price. Yeah, I think no. it's definitely one I'll pick up once. I think, yeah. but deciding if I'm keeping these consoles or not. That's it. Well, one game, one of the, maybe one of the swan songs for your PS4. Yeah. Will be Marvel's The Avengers. Now we actually did. I think we did a whole episode on the beta that you played. Yes, we did, yeah. I, we did I, a sort of first impressions as well. That's it, yeah. I I ended up playing um up until you unlock the war table on the beta. Yeah. And I couldn't I couldn't go any further. That's it. I was done. <laughs> so I didn't I didn't I, when the game was coming out I was like, you know what, that's one that can wait till next gen if if yeah. indeed that needs to be the what needs to happen. I, I must Let say, since its release, I was shocked to see the reviews coming in and tumbling like last time i checked it was like a 60 something 68 yeah, on open critic 68 I, like, I think it is still now, now. so the question off the bat is you you seemed like you was quite positive on the beta yeah yeah where is this 68 coming from is it is it warranted or are people being it a bit is. too harsh <laughs> yeah now is it what you just said then are you going to wait for a uh remote uh, update or ps5 thing that is exactly what is needed right um i do not recommend people buying this game as of yet cool crapped on them <laughs> but let me start off so i've can't, i can't really remember what i discussed last time on my first impression i think i it was near the end of the campaign i think i think yeah i can vaguely remember so yeah sit at 68 um so i finished the campaign and I was 
I was happy with it. I was pretty. I was like, it suffered. It has performance issues, which are how it's been let out the door is beyond me. Like they are atrocious. I've had bugs <laughs> where I've had to reset. The frame rate goes down to about fifteen. There was a bug, um, wasn't there, where it was people were falling through the floor, and it, it. Was, and it was checkpointing as they were Checkpoint. falling, and then it was yeah. game breaking. I think, yeah, most sessions I played, I think I had to sort of go back to a checkpoint and oh. restart a mission a few times. Jesus. At least once or twice a session. It was that bad. It is poor. Um, but the campaign, I would say, is decent. I think if they would have made this game as just a campaign, yeah, had it a linear story like it is... Um, Polished it up, you know, left it in the fucking oven for a few more months to get all these polish, all the fucking shit out of it. And that was it. Cut it off. Trouble is, it's a sh- it's a short campaign. I think it's probably about 10 to 12 hours long, yeah, which, I don't, you I've, know, I was going to say, there's games out there that are certainly, you know, the, when you look at those Resident Evils, I think that last one I completed in about six hours. Oh, yeah, three was well short. And Doom Eternal, I've just finished. We'll, we'll get into that. That weren't much longer. That weren't over long. So, yeah, so maybe I'm not too bad. So, so I think if they would have just put it as uh, that was it, an an action RPG game, um, you know, um, adventure bollocks, and that was it, just that campaign, I think that would have been a lot better than what they've decided to do. I think what they they've decided to do in on paper sounds brilliant. Like the fact that they can bring in these superstars and, superstars superheroes sorry um they can pull anyone from their fucking catalogue of marvel heroes um ongoing live service game this is yes um so on paper you sit and you think fucking that's incredible the stuff they can do they can yeah pull from any arc in the comics any characters meld them together you can choose who you want to be but for me that is just a second that campaign was finished and it became a live service game. Yeah, it's where it just fell down the shit pan for me. It was just, it was just repetitive. It was just repetitive crap. You're playing the same missions. Sounds like Destiny. Yeah, it did become Destiny. Basically, it's just a Destiny game. It's literally Destiny, but mm. it's where the game becomes so repetitive. Um, at least with Destiny, you had. Look like the loot that you the whole purpose of the game is the loot, yeah, get the best loot, yeah. And the at least the, in Destiny, the, the loot was worth getting, you know. You you had it had different, you had different guns, so you actually had visual loot. This is all just stat based, there's no nothing whatsoever changes, you don't gain anything, it's just all don't numbers, yeah. numbers and perks. And unless you're a Sir Dave who <laughs> knows how all these combination works, what you need for each person and all these stat buffs you get. He knows what's the best and best. Unless you're one of those guys, yeah. it's fucking redundant to me. So all I'm right. just literally levelling it up for the sake of it. I don't know why, but I did end up sticking at least 50 hours into this and Christ. giving the end, the end game a good sort of seeing to it. And I got Thor, who was my main, yep. as people say, I got him up to uh, max level, so nice. I am the highest you can get. What level? For is no that? reason, uh, level fifty that is, and I cut my power levels just under the max. Oh, um, the way it works is not. Yeah, I still should still, but it's just so tedious. I've got no interest in doing it. I just wanted to get one character up there because it was a trophy for it. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but would it have been better with others? Could that have salvaged yeah, it if it there was would. three others that you I, could have done it? I think I would have enjoyed it more, but it's the game itself. It's the performance issues, the fucking bugs. Yeah. They've, ju- they've just, I think it was last week, they released a patch. It was 10 and a half gig, Fuck and it addressed 1,000 different bugs. <laughs> And it still runs like pigs. So, well, they've got, they've patched a thousand bugs and it's still poor. And it's how that's been let out the gate is unbeknown. But taking that aside and the, um, the, the live service, the shit loot, the repetitive missions, there is like a, a, a solid, um, 
almost like a spine that yeah. makes this game a sort of potential. They can either go two ways. They can patch the shit out of this, stick it on next gen, and fucking get those performance issues out, yeah. make it nice, clean, and smooth, which will certainly enhance it. Um, and they need to add stuff that's worth it. I think they need to completely change their loot system, to be honest, which right. is a big overhaul. Or they can just blow it and it becomes another anthem, yeah. which yeah. a lot of these games seem to do. But Funny that, that, that you've bought anthem as well. Yeah, um, I seem like to be getting sucked sucker. into these Destiny games, even though you didn't like Destiny that much. No, that's right. No, I quite liked Anthem as well, but just I thought a similar sort of thing. It had the potential, but was just done so shit. Um, and they, I think even they realise now, and they're like, right, well, we need to scrap this and make a second one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, I think the campaign itself. I, I, I urge people to play this and play the campaign because I think it's a good story, and it has its moments. Like when I'm playing the campaign, it feels like it, the destiny feature isn't there so much. You, yeah. you're, you are. It's in the background. You're doing the leveling up, but it's not about that at all. It's no. just going through a story, and it feels like you're playing like a Tomb Raider game because it's done by Crystal Dynamics. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's good that they've put the effort into the campaign because so often yeah. you see with these service games is that the, the campaign is just a, a means to an end to get you to a, a certain it. level to get you to, onto the end game. But the, the positive thing that's come out of this, reading the reviews and watching the coverage, is mm. the campaign they've actually done a good job and they've put some care yeah. and effort into it and it tells a pretty good Avengers tale, yeah. which is you know, all you can ask for sometimes out of these games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's got everything. It's it's got the AAA aspect of it. you've got these big set pieces in yeah. there. Um but there's there's one scene where it's like a typical sort of um Tomb Raider thing where you're sort of running from a building and then the whole world's crumbling down yeah. and it's one of those amazing cinematic things. So it's but the fucking frame rate just tanks and right. it'll just take out the experience because it just appalling how bad it is and you think this looks fucking quality yeah. if it can run at a thirty frames per second, but it fucking can't. No. <laughs> so That's a real shame. That is a real, real shame on the performance. It is, because I think that would, you know, if it had the performance issues, I think it would be a 75-ish. It can right. get up to that. I think that's how pivotal the, the performance issues are. Like I say, the the second that campaign's done, though, that's when the sort of live service takes over. And, you know, it, with these type of games, I, I assume they expect this sort of thing at the beginning because they are always light and they yeah. add to it. But this is fucking light. Like, there's hardly, there's a few things you can do. You're repeating the same missions. It's the same enemies every time. It's mm. these robots thing. I think yeah. you mentioned that that was a big gripe. Yeah. So there's every now and again you'll get a new um, element type one, one that sets you on fire, one that freezes you. That sort of bollocks electrics. But that's it. There's no variation in what they do. Some have shields. There's no, you don't come across a different race of or anything no. no it's yeah and like i say it's the same missions that you do just going through the same environments tackling the same objectives and you just rinse and repeat rinse and repeat that is literally it until you get up to a, a level a max level i've done i go right yeah excellent a max level and there's fuck all there for it they've yeah. not even there's no raid yet which i think is in the pipeline you have specific um character suspicious pers- oh, i can't fucking say it character tailored missions it's <laughs> a better word uh, <laughs> yeah come out of a better one there we go um the, the yeah you get so and that's what they're gonna do they're called iconic missions i think they were called okay. so you yes. have like a couple for each the six heroes that you have in the game um and then they're adding ones i think there's some coming next week or in the next few weeks mm. um and you'll have a little bit of story to do. And then again, it will just be pumping, rinse and repeat again. So, yeah, it, it's it's a real sort of fucking why. Yeah. Because it has the potential. It's got, it's a good structure for a game. Like, it's perfect for the, the, the world is already set. Like, with yeah. Destiny, that was a completely new IP. We didn't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. So with this, you know what they could do. They could pull this character in. They could yeah. do this story arc. Yeah. But they've just chucked it because at the core of it, the gameplay loop 
it's fucking shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's just boring, monotonous, and there's no sense of working to anything. There's not like a, at least with like in um, and no uh, destiny, you had like oh like that. Uh, so Dave used to tell us about like the best exotic weapons. Yeah. Yeah. So you'd be like, oh, fucking, I hope I get something like that. Galahorn. Was it, was it Galahorn? Exactly, the Galahorn, yeah, yeah. Or the fucking, God knows, I can't remember what they were called now. Um, but with this, it's just these set random pieces you get that have r- little buffs and stuff. Yeah. And I say there's nothing visible. You unlock skins, which is quite fun. Um, that's done through a sort of like a battle pass system. You don't pay, I think there are microtransactions yeah. for make stuff but this is like a battle pass type system that just you just get from playing um and that's the only way you only really unlock a few i i've been like i said i've been playing for about 50 hours and i've probably only got um i don't know six costumes out of about 20 or something uh and again you only you you have six characters and you can only level one up at a time yeah so that's took me taken me 50 50 hours or to get four up to max level i've then got to do that again for yeah. the other five heroes if i want to get everyone up to max level do you know if the platinum is reliant on all characters being leveled up to max level uh it's not there's one i think it could be yeah because there's one trophy that says um yeah get uh, a max score about t- a level of 250 um so that'd be so what's that? So that's five. That's getting five of your heroes up to level right. fifth. Um, so you you got to get the most of them. Yeah. So pretty much, and there's a lot of hard trophies in it where it's stuff that basically you need other characters for. So it's like I, I mentioned it in the last chat about the one of the things you can do is like a it's like a wave based sort of horde mode. Yeah. Uh, called harm rooms. Self harms. Self harm rooms. Um, and you have different levels you can do that. So you have challenge um, difficulty. Um, I think it's like two to five, is it? So I was only doing it on two. Um, <laughs> but there's like trophies for doing it on level five, which right. is, like, on your own is bollocks because that AI is pretty good. They they help you out. They get you up when you're downed. But, but they're took when when it comes to the real fucking dig deep parts. They just get <laughs> down. You're like fucking hell. <laughs> so you'll need four uh, of your real compadres playing this and pretty sure i'm the only one that's bought it out of our circle of friends yeah i think it, it, certainly within the dimp realm and then i don't know if it's yeah. outside of that your way but i've not no, bumped into no, anyone no. else that's got it and you'd think being so, avengers it'd pull a few people that, in that don't that really... was it yeah i sort of played through the, the beta i sort of you know I, could, I, I knew what i was getting myself i wasn't expecting this to be a fucking 10 out of 10 game i i said to myself if this is a 7.5 i'll be happy yeah um and it weren't <laughs> it was below <laughs> that so but it's like i said well, i think the reason i like buying these games same with amps anthem is well not so much fucking that but you feel like all right i've bought myself a 7.5 uh, or 6.8 yeah. i bought myself that game but that's it it's not like that's it and it's done now i've I've lost my money i'm never going to play it again mm. you know this is something i could pick up in a month you know two years down the line when you look at something like battlefront 2 yeah that came out that was fucking trodden on and fucking went through the ringer deservedly because it was shit i think i saw a review the other week random one pop for a 2020 version of it and it got a nine out of ten yeah they can be recovered they can be turned around and recovered these games so yeah it's never it's not over till it's over no so it's not got over but like i say it's just such a weird it's almost as if this is in two parts this game it mm. really does feel like that it feels like the, there was sort of t- the devs were like divided one wanted to make this fucking triple a blockbuster action adventure game and the other ones wanted to make a live service because yeah. the second that campaign cuts off and n- the next part of the game kicks in it just it feels like such a a sap yeah it's a shame because there is something there uh it just the, sh- the shit outweighs the good unfortunately Pain the bloody ass. Well, it's in two parts. We're saying good yeah. and good and the bad. How does that yeah. translate into a thumbs up or down or in the middle recommendation? So, uh, I think I'm gonna have to go with one thumb down. Oh, yeah, really it's shit. Marvel's on it. origin story. Marvel. Shit on. Shit on the bed. It's you know if they keep this as a big, 
if it's going to go for the destiny thing, you know, what's their 10 year plan or whatever, mm. then the sort of footholds there. Um, yeah. But they just, I, I, I think they should just release this campaign as a separate entity. <laughs> and then I think they'd have a lot more luck with it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I really do think it's strong enough for someone to play. Like, I think if, if they just did that as a set, like a, a, a game on its own, I think I would recommend people to play that. Um, because there's something there, but yeah, the the shit outweighs the bad, so I'm afraid it's gonna have to be a one thumb down for me. Well, sometimes that happens in life, and maybe they'll get round to fixing it and sorting it mm. and doing all that good stuff. But <laughs> yeah, they seem like I say, ten gig patches are popping up each week, and there f- a few updates are coming in the next couple of months. They've already confirmed they're gonna upgrade it to PS5, so you've got to hope that's a better thing, seeing as the tech will be better for them to optimize you know yeah. i think maybe they, their ambition for this was a bit too high for the for the last remaining weeks of the ps4 yeah so maybe it should be in a ps5 game all along and entirely possible yeah, entirely possible but i bought it on ps4 because they got the spider-man coming now as well weren't they so it's all free isn't it that stuff yeah that's the good thing about it it's not like where Destiny, they they bring out the game and then all of a sudden you've got these fucking six season passes you've yeah. got to get. And they start Everything taking that stuff released, away now. That's it, yeah. <laughs> now, at least they've, they've said all new characters and missions and that will be free, so we've just got to wait for it now. Yeah. So it's almost like an investment, but... At least you maybe it'll give you something to go back to, like if it does like an it. iconic little campaign for Spider-Man like that. Yeah. That, that might be what it needs, and by then it may well have cleaned itself up performance-wise and... You know, you can dip and in then and it'd out. be worth picking up. Yeah, and maybe we'll get Stuff. an update come next yeah. gen, I'd imagine. But I've got to judge it on how it is now, and yep. it's one thumb down for me. Fair enough. Well, one game that you thought very highly of earlier on in the year um, was Doom Eternal. Yes. So the sequel to the 2016 kind of a reboot of Doom. Yes, um, you gave it a 9.5 and was doing the old scoring yeah. system. So would that have translated to two thumbs up in today's world? Yes, yeah, it's got to, isn't it? Unless you're saving that for strictly 10 out of 10s, but I don't know. I think Your it's thumbs, that. mate, you can put them where you want. <laughs> I'll put them up. Yeah, oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I, yeah I'd, I'd go two thumbs up with that. I thought it was, for a sequel, I thought it was... Something that was so good, it's hard. Yeah. This is my worry about God of War 2. Right. I think like that, that remake, again, a similar situation. You had this complete remake, and it was it was phenomenal. And yeah. I think, oh, how, how, how are they going to do that again? And I had that with Doom. I thought Doom 2016 was fucking brilliant. I thought, yeah. fantastic. Perfect length, high intensity. Yeah. How are they going to do that again without it being just another 10 hours of the same shit? Mm-hmm. Um, and that was my expectation going in thinking, not sure about this. I was blown away by playing it. Like just how the little they added, but how it changed. Yeah. Uh, like, especially not even just in terms of gameplay. Um, also like the way they've added the like home world that you have. There was yeah. you never had anything like that in a doom game. No, and Fortress just how, of doom. Fortress of doom. That was it. And how it added like a new aspect of, didn't just become a ripping and tear experience. It's now a search and collect. Yeah. <laughs> so you've got like you running around looking for these lives, these little teddy bears trying a hundred percent levels. Like it's Tony Hawk's. <laughs> I was. Yeah. And, they are, and the, the sickness is I didn't even a hundred percent all of Tony Hawk's levels. Cause some of them were a fucking, I couldn't figure out where some of the stuff was, but I, I've got, yeah. the, I've got everything unlocked at least. That's sort of how I'd always judge my success on Tony Hawk's one and two. Cause they were too fucking hard, but yeah, Doom, Doom Eternal. I'm glad I finally got around to playing this. Cause not only yeah. have I been putting it off all year, I'd also, once you'd lent it to me, it took me fucking about four weeks to get, me asking gear and get it done it's on game pass now so if you've got game pass you can play this now and the recommendation off the cuff is do it like if you especially if you enjoy 2016 you're only going to find good things to to find in doom eternal that Uh, is one thing there could be a cut audience in this for for the people out there that don't like heavy metal (laughs) and think 
that screamy, shouty music. This could be a turn off this game for you. It used to, like, I played it earlier and I was a little bit hungover this morning and I oh, finished yeah. playing. And when I was playing it, I was fine. I was like switched on. It needs You need to be switched on yeah, playing this game. Yeah. Like, it does ask quite a lot of the player in terms of knowing your surroundings is one thing. Where, yeah. where things are and who's in your way. That also matters because that dictates well, the tactics. Would not recommend playing this after having a lovely big joint. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> Imagine being off your stand off your nut trying to play this. Half, I reckon it'd be unbelievable. Yeah. And then I come off it, and I was so tired. I was like yeah. physically exhausted. I was like, Christ, that's really taxing me that game. But um, I finished it off earlier today, and yeah, it it was great. I, it, it was in some ways for a first, especially for a first person shooter. Like, it's a really good sequel. Really, really well thought out. They actually... It's not just more the same. Well, it is. The DNA of it is. But they do... The DNA, yeah. Enough. Much, much more yeah. to make you a bit more strategic. As strategic yeah. as you can be when you're running around like Headless Chicken trying to avoid demons yeah. and blowing them away. But you, you do find that you're... I felt like I was working a lot more mentally, juggling all the different enemy types and who I need to take out first, what what the weak points are, how I can attack them. Like most of the the demons, like the higher end ones, have like a weak point that you can attack with certain weapons. Then you've got you've got obviously got your armor and your health, which you can get from gore killing people to get your health, which is fine. But then to get your armor, you have to set them on fire, and then if you kill them whilst they're doing that, you get extra armor. Like it, it sounds a lot, and to be honest, it is a lot. But they yeah. kind of introduce the, the necessity for you to be advanced at it at I think quite a reasonable pace. Like I didn't, mm. I didn't get to a point where I suddenly thought the difficulty went up too high. Like, no. Sometimes you get to, you hit walls in these games that require like uh, when you got to just go to that next level of strategy. Yeah. And this felt really natural to me. Mm. And um, the the collectibles and all the exploring that you can do on the levels, I thought was fantastic. Um, I, I I think I have hundred percented three three or four levels completely. Like did all the extra challenges. I did all the Slayer gates, which I was quite happy to you know mm. to to get through those. And um. Yeah, there was. There's very little bad to say about it. The mechanics are solid. Yeah. The only, the only thing really that I feel like stopped this from being like that really hurts. top top draw is I would have actually quite happily gone back and found everything. Like, right. Yeah. But when you go back to a, an older level on a mission select. It basically just replays the mission with the cutscenes and the enemies are in the same place mm. and you can't fast travel around the map. No. So what I would have and liked, because at the end of each good. level you get a chance to fast travel and that's kind of like your opportunity to go back and I guess clear all this stuff up, but I wanted to do it after the fact and mm. when you go back to the mission select you have to just play through the level again. And I was like... Yeah, can't some be... of them are quite a length, aren't they? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it does take a little while. I've done while. in like half an hour, and then some that took like nearly two hours. Like, what is going yeah. on here? But that was the, that's the main gripe I had, is that if they just yeah. given me the option, once the level's completed, that I can just teleport to a certain area. I'm not even that fussed about the enemies being there again, to be honest, but I just don't want to start from like... Yeah. If the collectible's at the end of the level... And then work my way all the way through it again. I just if the fast travel's there whilst mm. you're already playing the game, then in my view it should have been there when you go back as well. So yeah. they, they they added the extra live system as well. Yeah. Which to be honest, I thought was a bit shit to start with, but in the end it saved me ass because I'd have really struggled to get through that without the extra <laughs> lives. And um yeah. I don't know if it's a loophole or not, but I was asking you the other night about whether you can stack mm. extra lives. So each level will have maybe two or three, maybe four extra lives that you can pick up. And basically what it means is if you've got one of them in your inventory and you die, rather than it restarting the entire encounter from the beginning or the last checkpoint, you'll just revive and you have 100% health and you keep going. So if you've killed two-thirds of the wave, you don't lose your progress. That's the main thing. And yeah. you can actually stack these. So you can go through a mission, get four, go through another mission, get another four, you'll have eight, and you'll, they'll dwindle as you die inevitably. Um, but you can retrospectively go back via the mission select and stack them that way. So I spent an hour on the Friday um, 
just doing that, I went to a level that had two really easy ones to get because like one mission where you can almost like walk through it, and I'll then come out of the mission, reload, come out and I did it until I got fifty lives, <laughs> and then I I had like I think I had four or five levels left. And I was like about ten a level. That seems about fair. And I got to the end of the game. And I think I had twenty two left. So I I squandered a lot of them, but that in itself was. I felt like I was cheating a bit, but I was like, well, the game's letting me do it. Like, it's not, a, it. it's been yeah, out long that's... enough for it to be patched out as well. So I'm guessing it's Certainly. kind of encouraged because yeah, I later think on so. in the I game, think... it gets so hard. It does, doesn't it? Life. You just get bombarded. I remember playing those last couple of levels and just thinking, how, how is this amount of enemies on screen attacking yeah. me at once? It's a permadeath like... mode as well. Is that, I think there, there might be, there yeah. There is one, yeah. I was yeah, like, Jesus. Ho- that's it, <laughs> yeah. There's some, one. But, um, absolute hard ones but no it's it's it was just so intense like you say demanding yeah. and i just think anything they enhanced even they made sort of the doom slayer more of a character yeah we get to see the doom slayer he even says a couple of words during the campaign like you get to see him like yeah it's not just it's a first sort of... person perspective like you get to see him wandering no. around in some cutscenes, and and what i really liked one of the key things that i really did like about this aside from like the gameplay being rock solid had a, I did have some performance issues actually when oh, it yeah. really kicked off, and I, mm. I remember I had about eight demons right in my grill, and I set fire mm. to them, threw two grenades down, and it blew them all up and killed them, and, and the frame rate just went oh, and oh, fucking oh. dived. But it oh, didn't cost dude. me anything. But I was like, Christ, I really am pushing this game to its max. But um, yeah. what I appreciated being like a bit of a story and lore whore is the amount of effort they put into the the story here. Um, not yeah. necessarily the story you're playing through has like got loads of twists and turns or anything like that, but they do a good job. But if you want to read the codex, yeah. fleshing out sort of the Doom Slayer from the original games, almost like they're clearly referencing stuff that's happened in previous legends and like building up his character. And I was I was quite interested reading through all those. I got the trophy for getting all the bloody readable bits, which I very rarely do. And um, yeah, I'm I'm really interested to go on like go and do some sleuthing and find out how it's linked and what the references to the first one and the second one all are and kind of like put this picture together. I, was, yeah. uh, I think they've done a, a, a great job of this. The, yeah, I loved a lot of the... Uh, it, in the tower, I think he found like his, his office and yeah. the amount of sort of references, sort of Easter eggs within there. Yeah. Um, just all backdating to the sort of lore and like you say, the character when he first started. Yeah. Like tons of unlockables, tons of secrets to find. Each level's got loads of secret bits and pieces that you can spend trying to get through. You then take them back to the Fortress of Doom and you can see your little toys that you've collected or the the, the, the record or the, the, the song soundtrack. You can play that and there's like a little training room down there. It, it's it's great, really. Like, it's, like I said, it's really... If they've made the clear down, in my opinion you know easier for me as in i can just teleport to a, a fast travel location which is offered during the game it would have been yeah right up there with some of the, right some of the best there. but i mean as a recommendation i mean you have to play it because it's on game pass so yeah get get yourself involved on that uh i'm torn yeah i hit my head um i think it. it two mm. thumbs up one thumb up. <laughs> one thumb one up. Thumb, yeah, solid. because just because that one that little gripe one is annoying me thinking about it again, like annoying me <laughs> yeah. at the potential. But really, you should play this if you haven't, especially if you play 2016. If you haven't played yeah. that, you should play that as well. Then play this. <laughs> but I don't do it the other way around because I think you'll you'll struggle. You won't. I don't yeah, think people realise the additions and the streamline they've done. It's just mm. a much better game. I've, I don't know what they'll do for a third one if they're planning on one. Oh, right. But uh, that deal him. Got rid of the uh, the Mick Gordon, the, the the chap that done the soundtrack. Yeah, there was a bit of controversy about that. But it's a couple of months after, it, so we'll see. Because um, I've got to say that has become a very almost iconic now, sort of that heavy metal. Even the theme tune. Yeah. It's, uh, it is really a, yeah. a rebirth. And they've done, it is, isn't and it? It's, now that it's got its second entry and been critically acclaimed, and we both love it, they've done a great job with it, really. 
Um, and now it's in possession of Xbox. Yes, don't fuck it up, Phil. You don't need to be doing anything <laughs> with this. Just let them get on with it. Nah. Yeah. They'll be fucking laughing. Right. Finish things off on a nice new game. Watch Dogs <laughs> 2. I played this on PC. Um, I haven't got too much to say, really, of Watch Dogs 2. I, I wanted to play it because Legion's coming out, and I was like, wanting yeah. to get up to date. And lo and behold, this, I don't know if there's going to be much connective tissue in there, but there's a little few references and nods to sort of <clears throat> London that, that appear throughout the game. So there's yeah. work being done. There's post-patch stuff that they've done as well. But, I mean, overall, I remember getting Watch Dogs, the original... With Aiden yeah. Pierce and Co. and being quite let down by it, uh, yeah. I, the idea of it really intrigued me. But I think the execution wasn't there. And obviously, we had all that. That was like the first game I remember getting the proper like downgrade gate, yeah. sort of expose people. I remember, yeah, so I remember it being a thing. I remember thinking it in the back of my head, thinking like these games never look as good as these trailers. Yeah, and I just thought, oh, it must be the same sort of game. And then, yeah, I think that Watchdogs was like the sort of realisation that... Breakthrough these fucking e- shit out. That's it. These E3 demos are sort of a, are their own entity. Yeah. And then when they release the games, they have to undergo such graphical downgrades that it just feels like a different experience. And, yeah, yeah Watchdogs was, was just... When you watch the comparison videos now to how much it was downgraded it's yeah it's really did put a sour taste in your mouth for that game did you get that on pc i did yes i did yeah ubisoft special port it was it was an absolute stinker i think if i remember (laughs) rightly yeah Yeah, i think i got that watched far cry 4 which were my last ubisoft entries on pc there you go come full circle most but yeah i enjoyed the first one but it, it let me down a little bit and then yeah. one of the reasons was it wasn't it was just a bit boring. Like Aiden was fucking yeah. boring as fuck. And the ironically, was... the the little tease we've had of him in Legion, he looks mm. like a bit of a badass. I was like, actually, he looks more <laughs> fleshed out than he was in fucking thirty yeah. hours of gameplay. And then watch it takes a beard. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, just put, put a beard <laughs> on someone. That's what I done with old Marcus. Made him into the grizzled <laughs> veteran, but. I actually enjoyed the change of city, like no dissing Chicago, yeah. but I'd rather visit San Francisco than Chicago. Um, they obviously took some changes to the color palette. There's actual color in this particular game. That's the thing as well. I found one was just like gray, gray brown. Wet shit. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a shit house. So they, they've done the right things of Watch Dogs 2. And it, overall, I this is like pure breakneck. Like, I think I did maybe two side quests. The rest was all, like, critical path stuff um, to get through it. And I must say, I enjoyed my time on it. I enjoyed playing it on the old PC, giving that a good workout. And um, not really nothing negative, really, to say, other than, you know, at, at times it got a bit repetitive. Um, mm. I liked some of the tools you had. Like I, I enjoyed... Um, building up the skill where you could call in the uh, gang to come and like oh, kick yeah, off yeah. and start a rucker. So I'd always do that. And just and sometimes I'd wipe the whole base out for me. And I'd be like, <laughs> just walk straight yeah. in. Um, it felt a bit clunky these days. It didn't feel as fluid as I was expecting. No. And uh, no, a lot of the parkour sort of issues as yeah, well. Yeah. And the sticky cover sometimes got me, mm-hmm. I got caught out a couple of times. This because the stealth. <laughs> what was his main weapon? I was like the, uh, Pool ball on the yeah, the eight balls. Yeah, that was that was interesting. Um, Mm. but yeah, I mean, overall, it's more of a a service to get to Watch Dogs Legion. I'm kind of glad I played Watch Dogs 2 because it's definitely an improvement on the original. So, I think if you were put off by the first one, then Watch Dogs 2 might be worth a sneak. Yeah, good, good one to start with, to be honest. Um, yeah, likable character, very bright and colorful. Solid performance, not blowing your socks off, though. No. I'd say. No. I, one of the but. things I enjoyed was it actually had, like, when you go from, like, A to B, you travel, there was one, mm. I remember there was one conversation, this is very GTA-esque, where Marcus and that fella with the fucking weird mask with all the shit the on whole, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, uh, they were just chatting okay. amongst themselves, like, over the radio, about... What f- what film franchise is better between Aliens or, or Predator? 
And <laughs> it went on for about two and a half minutes, this conversation. But it was like, yeah, that's the sort of conversations I have with <laughs> yeah. with people. And then the conversation just derided into like, oh, what about out of the Alien films? Is it is it the original, like Ridley Scott's or, da- or, or Cameron's, David Cameron, <laughs> or... Or, um, or Cameron's version. They were just like having like genuine sort of chatter. <laughs> uh, <I>, yeah. <laughs> I've only just got that. He, I, don't know, I don't know why he's on the, my repertoire straight away, but there you go. <laughs> but I just appreciated the little bit of development pieces they did and just making them a little bit more human. It's a much more lighthearted theme of the game. There wasn't like doom and gloom with like nieces dying and weird shit like that. It's like a couple of moments, but the, the overall tone of it was much, much lighter. And um, yeah, it was, I'm, I'm looking forward to see Legion how they, because on, 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 watchdogs one and two like the city is still operating as like a free city almost it's just that your data is all being collected and your privacy is being fucking abused basically it looks like in legion that london has been it's being controlled by a bit of a, a negative force you know and it's quite in people's faces um yeah so i think it's albion or something like that they're called albion that's it yeah it seemed, seemed quite similar to the the group that was in Avengers, AIM. Yeah. <laughs> that sort of same sort of thing, sort of security robots sort of taking over. Um, but yeah. So it's a good little palette cleanser, good to get myself started. Mm. And probably Watch Dogs 2, I'd say one thumb up, I'll give that. One thumb up, give, yeah, I'm agreeing. I mean, this is the trouble with the thumbs up one, because Doom Eternal is a much better game, but... There you go. Yeah, that's that's what yeah. happens when we generalise like this. But what? No, nothing really wrong with Watch Dogs Two. I think if you hated the first one, this won't change your mind. But if yeah. you saw potential in it and just wanted a, a better setting and better characters and a bit more refined gameplay, Watch Dogs Two is a good good place to go into. Probably worth doing before Legion if you plan to get that anyway. But yeah. Seen oh. it for free for a few sites, I think. Yeah, I got it off free. the Uplay store for free, and it was on Epic. So, ah, uh, that's right. Yeah, people will have this in their libraries and haven't played it. So, um, I think it's on Game Pass. It being a PS, I was gonna say, yeah, I think it'll be on Game Pass or Gold. Can see it being a gold or PS Plus game soon, just to get people hyped for free. Yeah. It's on PS Now as well at the moment. So, if anyone's signed up to that service that playstation yeah. do it is on there people can play it but that's that that's a bit of tony orcs a bit of avengers a bit of doom eternal and marcus from watch dogs 2 gets to close the show so we finally got to talk about some games there you go we got it in the locker any what's an insight into so we went we've mentioned what remains of edith finch is that yeah i've been starting that um I, I started a lot of games this weekend oh. i sort of uh, I think it's because it's coming to the end of a, a cert, the console cycle now. I just sort of want to just... I was always scared to put new games in. Yeah. Because I didn't want to have blank trophies or achievements for ages. Yeah. So if I put a game in, I want to play it and get some trophies. But this sort of weekend, I sort of threw those ideas out the window and I've just been playing little snippets of little games. Right. So I've been playing Ruiner. Yeah, which is a sort of top-down. It's almost like um, plays a lot like Metal Slug. Do you remember that? Yeah, but it plays like that. But it's a cyberpunk game, but based like a cyberpunk futuristic game set uh, made by Devolver. So it's got that sort nice. of you know, hotline Miami elk. Um, nice. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I played that for a little while. I also jumped on Ori and what was the first one? Sorry Blind about the woods, wasn't it? Blind Forest, that's it. Um, jump back into that. I've played a little bit of that um, just to see how it feels. I want to get that done so I can move on to the second one. Yeah. I also played uh, Edith Finch, that. That's where another game. Oh, and started Mafia 3. Yeah. So I had a little hour of that to which I was pretty appalled. <laughs> <laughs> The story, the story in that story's scene. Story's really good, yeah. Story's Quite really good. good. Really, I really like that they sort of hang a 13, give you a little sort of public service announcements before you start, sort of mm. saying that there is some strong racism in this game. Yeah. yeah. They they feel it was their job to put keep this in because this is the story you want to tell. I really yeah. respect them for that. Yeah. Uh, it's a great story, but you're 
as you said, I think you mentioned a few performance issues and yeah. it suffers from that classic disease that's going around in games at the moment, and that's Bloatville USA. <laughs> yeah, I'd be interested to see how much it is. I didn't, not really the sort of game that you do tend to have. I mean, was it Mafia 2? There's a few side quests on yeah. that, but certainly didn't overstay its welcome, so I'll be intrigued to see how I get on with this. Yeah. Um, and Darksiders Genesis I also oh. popped in as well. So really, yeah, it's been a, a TGX. So there we Thomas go. <laughs> That's what we do, come around my house and we have a little play of all different games, just <laughs> small demos. Yeah. Excellent. Well, I'll be looking forward to getting some finalised impressions off at least a couple of those in the coming yeah. weeks and months before Next Gen kicks off properly. But I think for this episode, we'll call it to a close and uh, yeah. let everyone get on with their lives. So nothing more for us to say apart from thanks for your time and ta-da. This was a Dimp Digital production.